Lotus FM News with Sudisha Naidu. It's 10 o'clock. Good morning. Government is to introduce more stringent measures to protect minors from being exposed to harmful content online and on social media platforms. Cabinet has approved the submission of the Forms and Publications Amendment Bill. The objective of the bill is to strengthen restrictions imposed on mobile networks and internet service providers to protect the public and children. The Independent Communications Authority of South Africa will not issue licenses or renewals without confirmation from the Film and Publication Board of full compliance with its legislation. Calm has returned to the warmer township in Port Elizabeth for now. This follows two days of service delivery protests that turned violent yesterday. Police used stun grenades and rubber bullets to disperse the crowd that occupied the warmer police station, demanding the release of community members arrested during the protest. Mkabisi Nkrina reports. Traffic came to a standstill on Wednesday and yesterday as residents of former township barricaded major roads with burning tires over lack of service delivery, especially houses in the area. The resident says the municipality promised to build houses for them since 2012, but nothing has happened since then. A number of businesses in the area were closed down and some were looted. Five people were arrested and several injured when police fired rubber bullets. A meeting between municipality, warmer community representative, and the provincial department of human settlement is expected to take place on Tuesday in Bishop to try and find a solution to this matter. SABC News, Port Elizabeth. In China, rescuers pulled out a firefighter who was trapped for 32 hours after responding to the two huge explosions in the port city of Jianjin that killed more than 50 people. The death toll includes 17 firefighters who were sent in after the first blast. More than 700 people were injured in the blasts that originated in shipping containers containing hazardous material ranging from flammable gases to toxic chemicals such as sodium cyanide. Investigators are still trying to determine the cause of the explosions. The BBC's John Sudworth reports. Two days after the huge explosions, the fire is still burning. The government says the priority now is to put it out, and a team of more than 200 chemical and biological weapons experts has been brought in to advise on the best way to do so. Officials admit that because of the chaos at the scene, they do not yet know exactly what hazardous materials were being stored in the warehouses, but testing has so far revealed that only one pollutant, methyl benzene, has been detected at levels above emission standards, but they say only by a tiny amount. The air and water in Tianjin is safe, one expert told a press conference this morning. And finally, the airport's company of South Africa says it's ready to facilitate the exodus of 800 Hajj pilgrims leaving for Mecca over the coming weeks. Spokesperson Deborah Francis says they're working closely with the Hajj and Umrah Council to ensure that the process runs smoothly. Francis says security measures have already been put in place. We are looking towards a very, very smooth operation at our, our airport. However, due to the high passenger movement expected during this period, we are encouraging airport users to check in online. However, passengers using the online check-in facilities are still required to come in earlier so that they can drop off their baggage. Top story, government is to introduce more stringent measures to protect minors from being exposed to harmful content online and on social media platforms. For Lotus FM News, I'm Sudhi Shanaidu. I'll be back at 11.
We have funeral announcements. The funeral service of Danessa Reddy, formerly of Phoenix, will take place today. The body will lie in state at the Weston Community Hall in Unit 11 Phoenix from 11 to 1, proceeding to the Verulam Crematorium for cremation at 2 p.m. The funeral service of Parvati Mudli, formerly of 222 Varsity Drive in Reservoir Hills, takes place today. The body will lie in state at the Kendra Hall from 11 to 3 p.m., proceeding to the Clare Estate Crematorium. The funeral service of Mrs. Chinama Budu of 454 Clare Road, Clare Estate, takes place today. The body will lie in state at the residence from 1 to 3.30, proceeding to the Clare Estate Hall from 4 to 5.30 for cremation at 6 p.m. The funeral service of Mr. Ganesh and Mudli, also known as Ganson, of 223 Tara Road on the Bluff takes place today. The body will lie in state at the MTSS Hall in Mirbank from 11 to 3 p.m., proceeding to the Clare Estate Crematorium for cremation at half past four. And the funeral service of Mrs. Nagama Kupusami, also known as Janaki, of 106 Moor Cross Drive in Unit 9 Chatsworth takes place today. The body will lie in state at the residence from 10 to 1, proceeding to the Clare State Crematorium for cremation at 20 past 2. Our sincere condolences goes out to the bereaved families.